All right, everybody. Welcome back to the Vegas Guys Locker Room. We are the show that breaks down fantasy sports. Got a great show for you today. We're doing fantasy football. We had football. Football is back, guys. We know we love it. So we got a great show for you. Today we're going to be breaking down the Thursday night matchup, look at some possible previews for the weekend, and some injury updates going on in the league. Guys, it is week one. Oh, finally, finally, fantasy football is in full force. Drafts are done. Lineups are set. Well, mostly. Everybody's still waiting on some game time decisions, but we will break some of this down, guys. All right, so to start it off, we're going to break down a Thursday night game, and all I can say about that one is the theme of that game was wide receiver lives do matter because the Chiefs wide receiver core was abysmal. I mean, that was awful. A lot of guys had high hopes for Sky Moore, Kadarius Toney, and it just it looked bad. I mean, it was bad. I don't know about you, but Sky Moore had the second most routes run on the team and no catches. I mean, one carry for four yards. That is sad. It, it, it's almost like Patrick Mahomes does not like Sky Moore. I mean, he just doesn't like him. He doesn't give him the ball. It's crazy. He threw it to him a couple times. He did have a completion. They got called back. But the big one for me was Kadarius Toney. Kadarius Toney seems like, man, he just doesn't have that burst. He looked slow. He looked slow. He couldn't catch the ball. When they did give him that one, like he had the, the one catch for one yard. Even running that, he looked like a man whose knees were gone. And this is a young guy. So this is this this is scary for if you're a Chiefs fan and you are a Kadarius Toney or a Skymore owner, I would be concerned. Now, of course, Travis Kelsey did not play in this game. And judging by that first week one performance, man, Kelsey is worth every bit of that first round pick he was going in in some drafts because I think he's the only weapon that Kansas City is going to have this year. I don't know. What do you guys think? Is Kelsey going to be the whole game changer when he does come back? Do these wide receivers pick it up? I think the only receiver I'm willing to take a flyer on in this Chiefs offense would probably be Rasheed Rice. I mean, he actually looked like they were interested in getting in the ball. Other big news, Isaiah Pacheco. Man, that uh, that was a shocker there. Him and CEH sharing the backfield. He did lead the team in carries. But, I mean, come on, eight carries for 23 yards? That's that's not running the football. And uh, CEH was no better. I believe he had seven carries in that game. But Isaiah Pacheco did lead the receiving core with four receptions for 31 yards. That's that's pretty pretty sad. Pretty sad on that on that front. <laughs> it's it's not looking good. Kansas City owners, you guys are are looking a little harsh right now. I know that was a disappointing first week of the season. Patrick Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes looked good. I mean, I'm not going to say he didn't look good. He did look good. He just, his playmakers didn't come through for him. I mean, you can't do anything when you're throwing the ball and they can't catch it. They're dropping it. The the pick six, completely not Patrick Mahomes' fault. Goes right off Kadarius Tony into the hands of the secondary, and they take to the house. Not on, and I hate it when you hear that stuff because it, it, it makes the quarterback look like it was his fault. It is not. That hit him right square in the hands. Kadarius Tony just can't pull it in. Very disappointing night for the Kansas City Chiefs. Lions, on the other hand, very good first drive. Jared Goff looked fantastic. Amon Ra Brown, St. Browns looked fantastic. He looked dominant in the first half. Kind of cooled off. He did have the touchdown on the first drive. After that, really... Uh, Really, the passing game kind of settled down. Big news coming out of there, though. 
was the utilization of David Montgomery. 21 carries for 74 yards and a touchdown. He looks like a true workhorse back in that offense. Yeah, they're getting Gibbs involved. He did have seven carries for 42 yards. He looked really good, especially receiving the ball. He may be too quick for his own good. Those who watched the game knows that he pretty much tackled himself. It looked like he was going to score. I thought he was going in the end zone with his speed. I was like, there's nobody over there. There was nobody was going to catch him. He makes a cut, and he cut too fast. And it looked like before he made his cut, his foot wasn't even on the ground, and he just tumbles down. So he did look good, though. Maybe a little rookie nerves there. I think that settles down. I think Gibbs, Jameer Gibbs owners, you guys are going to be just fine. David Montgomery, big surprise, though. Really bell cow workhorse work for 21 carries. Uh, I mean, we talked about it on the show already. The Lions, we thought, would would really make their run game stand out. They really wanted to run the ball this year. They came out and they did that. They did that. They came out, ran the ball, played solid defense. And, man, they, they looked really good. Looked like a team that people were projecting. People projected them to have playoff hopes, possibly winning the NFC North. And they looked really, really good. I don't know. What are your thoughts on the Lions? I know St. Brown looked really good. I'm Those of you guys who were holding on to Jamison Williams, I'm not sure you're going to get enough you know, target share going on there. It, it didn't look like they were going to throw the ball more than that handful of 20, 20 to 30 times a game. You know Amon Ra, St. Brown is going to be involved. You know now that Jameer Gibbs is going to be involved in that. What's the target share going to be? Sam Laporta looked good during that game. Looks like he could be involved. I loved how he was lining up wide a lot. He gets in there. I know that's what the kind of Coach Campbell wanted. He wanted somebody that could do both. He wanted to get a tight end that could run block and come out and catch the ball. Sam Laporta looks like he got a, got his wish there. He looks good. Definitely lined up on the outside a lot, so I think he'll be involved in the passing game. When Jamison Williams comes back, how is this target share going to look? That's going to be my biggest question. If they are so focused and dedicated to the run, how much passing work are you really going to get out of these receivers and targets, especially with the weapons there? That uh, that might be a little concerning to me, especially if you're looking for that big blow up from Jamison Williams. You know, he's an explosive receiver. You were hoping for big plays out of him. I, I'm curious to see how this goes. Of course, only the first week, but it was it was a uh, a run fest. It was give the ball to David Montgomery, let him do work, and he was doing work. Great job. I know David Montgomery was a very late-round pick in people's drafts. Kudos to who picked him up. Kudos to who played him because it, it was a good start. He got some solid numbers. Nothing spectacular, but there was good solid numbers. So, solid good flex play, maybe RB2, depending on what your, your roster situation looks like, but really looked good. Not going to be really concerned. Overall take on the game, not going to be too concerned with the Chiefs. The receivers just, man, it was it was brutal to watch them, but we'll see what get what happens with Travis Kelsey in there. Maybe everybody trying to do a little too much. Once Kelsey backs in there, what's the Kelsey effect going to be? Do these guys kind of settle down? Maybe they get a little more wide open looks, maybe more big play explosiveness. Kelsey does more of the grind work for everybody. So we'll see maybe if that happens. The Lions, of course, we just talked about run game. What's that What's that target share going to look like when Jamison Williams comes back? Is this run-heavy offense going to continue? All remains to be seen. We'll take a look into our injury outlook. All right, so the injury outlook looks like coming out of Green Bay. I know this affects some people. Romeo Dobbs back at practice. Christian Watson out for the game. 
Listen, I know everybody was big that Dobbs might be out. Jaden Reed was going to step in. Looks like Jaden Reed's still going to step in. It's just going to be the other guy that's went back in the game. Dobbs looks like he's going to play. Watson has been ruled out. The big news coming out, Cooper Cup IR. Mm. Man, does that hurt, especially guys who took him early. You're Now you're missing him for at least the first four weeks. And listen, he's you know he's north of 30. We know what we saw it last year with Keenan Allen and the hamstring those serious hamstring issues. They take time. They take time. And how much time is too much time? So definitely going to have to utilize IR spots if you do have them in your league. Man, that's, it, that's a tough blow. That's a tough blow to a lot of people. I think that's a big jump for people like Tyler Higby, maybe Van Jefferson. So hopefully you guys snag those up, especially with the news coming about the hamstring issue and what was lingering. Very odd situation there. So Cooper Cup likely going on the IR. We will see. wait and see what happens with that. But I would not be shocked to see him be placed on the IR. Other big news. The biggest one was Ramon J. Steven, uh, Stevenson. Misses practice on Friday. No real world uh, word on why that was. So kind of mysterious. I mean, week uh, week one game time decision. Looks like maybe if you have Zeke Elliott, if you handcuff these guys, maybe you look like playing uh, Zeke Elliott in there. You know, uh, Stevenson, even if he does come back, rumor is it's an illness. If he's not 100%, you're probably going to see a lot more Ezekiel Elliott than you wanted. Ramondre Stevenson, though, listen, it, it, it's tough. It's a tough situation. The New England Patriots are a tough situation for running backs. Talked to a few people before. We were talking about when was the last time you saw a New England running back rush for 1,000 yards in consecutive seasons. And surprise answer is it is Curtis Martin. I mean, that's that's a long time ago, guys. That is a long time ago. Belichick just does not like one bell cow running back. He just likes to spread it out. So we'll see what happens with Stevenson now with the uh, supposed illness. See if he gets back in the lineup. Hopefully it doesn't take too much. Hopefully he gets back at it. And saves your rosters for this weekend, guys. George Kittle, questionable again. I mean, is there is there any other situation where George Kittle is not questionable? I think he's questionable on every week. I think that's just a weekly report. I don't. I think he has a Q next to his name permanently. It's just embedded. He should get that tattooed on his arm. Questionable. He's always questionable. So we'll be back with our starts of the week. <laughs> All right, now we're going to look at our starts of the week, possible guys that can blow up. And listen, I break this down. I'm not looking at the guys that you draft them every single week. That's not what this is about. Looking at some possible guys where you're making decisions on on whether or not to place them in your lineup, maybe due to injury concerns, somebody being missing a week, or just trying to set your best lineup. Like, listen, there's a there's a lot of deep leagues out there. So I'm going to break down my starts of the week based on you know some of those guys you took later and then in and also in the middle of your your draft. I'm gonna break it down by position. My starts of the week at the quarterback position. I really like Jordan Love this week. He's playing the Bears. They give up the seventh most fantasy points to opposing quarterbacks. Yes, Christian Watson is not playing, but there are so many weapons now on that Green Bay offense. Romeo Dobbs is back in the lineup. You have that new rookie, Jaden Reed. And you also have Luke Musgrave, the rookie tight end. I think he plays a role like Sam Laporta did in the Thursday night game. And he could have a huge effect on the game. 
So I would not be shocked to see Jordan Love do well against the Bears defense, who gives up a lot of fantasy points to opposing quarterbacks. Running back situation, really, really love this one. J.K. Dobbins, I think, is going to be amazing. The Texans give up the most fantasy points to opposing running backs. Houston is not too talented. I don't think you're going to have to really throw the ball a whole lot for uh, for Lamar Jackson. I think this game is is over rather quickly. I could see J.K. Dobbins having a tremendous game. Coming back off of injury, I know he had the, the knee, the ACL. Second year back from that, I think he's fully healthy. I think he's ready to roll, and I really like J.K. Dobbins this week. Wide receiver. If you're looking for somebody to place in your wide receiver court, you know, listen, there's some guys missing time. Maybe you have a a three wide receiver set you need to plan for. Looking for that one extra piece. One guy I would recommend would be Mike Evans of Tampa Bay. They are playing Minnesota. Minnesota was the worst against fantasy wide in fantasy against wide receivers last year. The one good thing that Baker Mayfield does is he throws a heck of a deep ball. Mike Evans could benefit from that. Listen, the man has finished every season with 1,000 yards. Everybody's in question now. There's no Tom Brady. What is this offense going to look like? Baker Mayfield is still going to want to throw the ball downfield. He's still going to want to stretch out that defense. Mike Evans can benefit from that, and especially with a weak secondary like Minnesota who gives up the most to wide receivers. They didn't improve this year. I don't think they improved their secondary over the offseason. I think they actually got worse. So look for Mike Evans to possibly have a good game in week one. If you're looking for another receiver to play, Mike Evans should be your man. Tight end, this should be no surprise. No Cooper Cup. Van Jefferson is, you know, a stretch at number two. He can break out. He's got talent. The running game there, Cam Akers, I mean, after the drama last year, he's on the team. He's off the team. We don't want him anymore. Okay, we love you. You're back. Who knows what's going to look like. But I think Tyler Higby is a huge pickup for a tight end. Seattle gives up the most to opposing tight ends. That's just not what they do. If you have a receiving tight end, you can do some damage. And I think that's where they go. I think you, you can find Higby in the end zone. I think he has a great week. And those four are my four starts of the week, guys. Listen, like I said, this is not your top guys. This is not your guys you're going to plug in every day or every week. But these are some flyers that maybe if you're looking to make some moves and you need to play somebody, these are some possibilities you might be able to pick up. Some guys I probably would stay away from this week. The bust portion of this. This is the bust segment. Starting at quarterback, be careful of playing Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow is playing Cleveland. They were number three versus QBs in fantasy last year. And Burrow, listen, he's had the calf injury. He hasn't been out there. Timing could be a little off. The Cleveland defense is still a decent defense. Okay, They have a decent pass rush. Their secondary is is solid. Be careful playing Joe Burrow. He could have some mistakes. Listen to timing. When when you're off in timing, that that could be huge. Look for maybe an interception or two from Joe Burrow. Wouldn't be shocked if he doesn't have a great game. I think he'll still have a solid game, but I don't think he's going to have the numbers you're looking for. So be careful playing Joe Burrow. At the running back, It's got to be Najee Harris. Najee Harris, listen, we already talked about that on the show. It's going to be a timeshare with him, 60-40, we believe it's going to be. And they're playing San Francisco. They were number one against running backs in fantasy last year. Not a good matchup. Not a good matchup. Listen, I know that the the offensive line has gotten a lot better in Pittsburgh. 
since Najee's rookie year. But I still just don't know if they're that good enough to dominate like they have in the past. Najee Harris is kind of a risky play. Not only he's not going to be getting the bell cow running back snaps, and you're playing the number one defense. Probably a good way if you can't avoid Najee Harris or if you have a better option or second another option, maybe you want to go that route. But some people may have the choice, but don't be surprised if Najee Harris does not have a big week. At wide receiver, I'm weary on Stephon Diggs. They're playing the Jets on Monday night. Listen, it's week one. Everybody's a little rusty. You already know. You already seen it. We've seen it in the Thursday night game. It's not going to be clean play. They're playing the Jets. Jets are number one. They were number one last year against wide receivers in fantasy. I'm. It's weary. It's going to be weary to play Diggs in that first week. Listen, I know everybody saw Scotter. Saw Scotter does not travel with the first, the number one receiver. He doesn't travel. We've known that, but that secondary in New York is legit, and they have good corners there. Stephon Diggs could struggle. I wouldn't be shocked if you were just let down by Diggs this week. Tight end, really, really scared on this one. It would be the Walrus, Darren Waller, playing against Dallas, who was number two against tight ends last year. And Waller, with some health concerns, what's new? He's like George Kittle and himself are always on the injury report. Who knows how healthy he is? I know reports out of the camp say they love throwing the Waller. Reports saying that they had to take Waller out of the game because they wanted to force Daniel Jones and throw somebody else. I just, it's, it's. I would just be weary that Darren Waller could highly, highly disappoint this week in fantasy. So, guys, those are my picks. Let me know what you think. I'm sure I'm going to get some feedback on that. And listen, guys, week one football is back. So excited. One little thing we want to do on our, our shows that we're trying to do on Friday, Friday or Saturday, is give up our Thursday night Toilet Bowl Award winner. And this week's award winner for our Toilet Bowl Award for Thursday night football is going to be Sky Moore. Sky Moore, you ran the second most routes on the Chiefs offense. You had three targets, zero catches, one run for four yards. Listen, you are now the new age Allen Robinson, welcome to the All Cardio team. Welcome, Thursday Night Toilet Bowl Award winner. All right, guys. Listen, that's all we I got. I got this week. Thanks for joining the show. Please give us a rating, subscribe, get notified when we have new shows coming out. Sometimes it's going to be a little weary with schedules, but we will get you a show every week, guys. Listen, guys, thanks for joining me on Vegas Guys Locker Room, and we will see you on the next show. Have a great first week, guys. Football is back.